everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Well, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. <laughs> How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. <laughs> Hold on to your butt. <laughs> Seriously? Well, we're back. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 242nd episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss... All Things Jurassic Park. In today's episode, we're going to head back into the listener segment to hear from you guys. We wanted to know what are your hopes, expectations, and concerns for Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, the upcoming series that's going to be coming at some point to Netflix, I guess. Um, And we're going to be talking all about that. I brought on a friend of mine here, Dakota Morgan, to discuss that with me. So Dakota is going to be joining the Jurassic Park podcast coming up soon. So I figured why not introduce him to you guys and uh, learn about him, but also learn a lot about his thoughts on Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. And we go through your guys' thoughts as well. And then we end that with um, a bunch of voicemails and stuff that you guys you guys came through, you called in, you sent me MP3s, you called our voicemail line just to let us know what you are thinking about Camp Cretaceous. This is one that I was like, you know, let's, let's go ahead and record this. We'll do it quick, uh, maybe like 30 minutes or so. But as you can see, this episode's a bit longer than that. We went down the rabbit hole and just started discussing so much stuff, theories and ideas and other things, other everything we just went off the rails and gave you uh, a lot of content here so i hope you guys enjoy this one it was a lot of fun to record and i'm so glad to finally get dakota here on the show but before we get started we might as well take care of some quick business here so over on youtube just wanted to bring up a, a few videos here uh last week we did a uh a dennis nedry and a dilophosaurus amber collection video i debuted that uh last week it it was so much fun to put that together i love those figures the amber collection stuff and dennis and the dilophosaurus are really awesome so go check out that video we also did a dino facts friday again and uh of course tom came through with another awesome episode covering my favorite dinosaur from jurassic park 3 the spinosaurus and uh, it's been an awesome uh, series, ongoing series. And I believe that the series finale is coming up this week. So, yeah, it's sad to see the series go. Tom has produced some awesome episodes giving us dinosaur facts. So, please go give Tom's videos a look and uh, share them around. Tell him how good they are and uh, let him know. It's, yeah, I love these things. So, thank you, Tom. And uh, thank you for watching them. And if you guys did not catch last week's episode, episode 241, Tom as well uh, interviewed Ty Ruben Ellingson, the visual uh, effects art director for Jurassic Park, guys. It was an amazing conversation. They really dived into uh, Ty Ruben's backstory with ILM and working on other films and Ty Rubin is just a, he's a, he sounds like he's a great guy, and I loved hearing all about his history and his work on Jurassic Park. And this past weekend, we actually uploaded 
that segment alone. So if you want to go check out that interview, please uh, go do so over on YouTube. As for what else is happening this week on YouTube, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it will do something. Who knows? Keep your eyes peeled. We always got some good content over there. Maybe we'll go live. Maybe we'll do something live with you guys. It's always fun. I haven't done it in a little while. Been since like the uh, beginning of July, I think. So a few weeks have gone by. I think it might be time. But that about does it for the intro. So why don't we go ahead and head off into the listener segment to hear everybody's thoughts on Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Aren't you supposed to be a genius or something? I can't get Jurassic Park back online without Dennis Dendron. Incorporating all the latest technologies. We shouldn't be here. And there's five dinosaurs. How many Sarahs do you think are on this island? All right, everybody, welcome back to another listener segment here. Today, we're going to be talking a lot about Camp Cretaceous. We're going to talk about our thoughts and your thoughts. And I also brought in my friend here, uh, Dakota Morgan, who is going to be doing a segment upcoming here uh, very soon. So, uh, Dakota, welcome to the Jurassic Park podcast. Brad, this is an honor. Uh, I'm glad. Really I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I gotta, I gotta admit here though, you know, being a Jurassic fan, being on here on the show, it's something like, I've always thought about. I'm like maybe one day I can get on the show and whatnot. Like I don't know. Like I've worked in paleontology, maybe I could talk about that. Like all sorts of stuff. And being able to be here on the show is kind of like a fan come true because I've always listened to it. And like I said, working at the zoo, I listened to it on my day shifts there and all sorts of stuff like that. So it's actually a big honor to sit here and talk to you, Brad. Oh, well, that's awesome. You know, I th- this is the reason I made this show is to just open it up to everybody who has a voice and who has, has something to say and uh, just loves Jurassic. And uh, that that makes me happy just knowing that, like, you know, you listened, you thought it was cool and you reached out and you said, you know, I want to do something. So that's awesome. Oh, man, we've had an intense start to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, we can't get no better. Like, no, we can. We can. We can. But Camp Cretaceous, Brad, we're here to talk about that, right? We are going to be talking uh, all about Camp Cretaceous and our hopes, our uh, expectations, our concerns, because a lot of people have some thoughts on Camp Cretaceous. And we don't know what's going on uh, as of this recording right now. I mean, things could change. Who knows? Who knows? Things could change this week. We don't know. But, you know, as of right now, we don't know a whole lot about what's going on here. We don't know when it's coming. We don't know what it's about. <laughs> we don't really know True. much of anything. We know a small, you know, brief summary of of the show um, and like who's making it and stuff like that. But outside of that, it's it's pretty unknown. And I, you know, I'd love to know when this thing is dropping and all that. But uh, you know, a lot of people have thoughts on it and are are hoping that it's one thing or another. Um, and of of course, have concerns. And that's kind of what I wanted to dive into today. Um, and I know you, you know, you're going to be. Uh, this is a side tangent here, but you're going to be, uh, you know, starting your own uh, segment here on the show, which is is uh, yes. awesomely titled. The hatchery. I I really love this thing. So you came just, up with that. Make it be known. You did came I? Up, I'm a, I'm a published writer of so many <laughs> books, even a dinosaur comic, and I couldn't think of a better name than that. Not even kidding. You came up with that name. I don't even remember. So <laughs> you did. it was a while ago. It was a while ago, but <laughs> y- it was a long. I mean, listen, time is meaningless anymore, Brad. You know it, that's <laughs> very true. Yeah. Gone. 
<laughs> it's gone. Yeah, the hatchery though. I mean, can I don't know. I don't know when the segment's coming out. Like, well, I can talk yeah, a little bit about it. Yeah, talk want. a little. Just kind of like describe what it's about. What uh, like yeah. maybe a little bit about your background and what you're going to be talking about on the uh, segment. Um, they're going to be coming up pretty soon. We've got some spaces uh, available upcoming. So uh, stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> Sweet. Well, yeah, I'm diving right into it, man. Uh, folks at home, it's I've working as how to best put this i do a lot um i obviously i like i said i work in comic books i work in the film industry and with sfx with makeup dinosaur design well not dinosaur but it's kind of what we're getting into creature design sets props acting writing all sorts of stuff like that and then like, working at a zoo now vet clinic all sorts of jazz like that but i worked with sfx and went to school for it and done a bunch of designs and so that so i figured let's talk about that with jurassic and with the hatchery i want to come on here and talk to you guys about the animatronics of the Jurassic series, you know, we don't get that many of them. Brad, you can probably agree to this. We don't get that many of them in the new Jurassic world, but talking about the ones with the first trilogy and how they're made, the designs of them, where they got them from, like how the skin was made, the animatronics, fun stories with that. Did a T-Rex almost eat somebody? Did it not? Who knows? Tune into the episode. (laughs) And all sorts of stuff along those lines of how these dinosaurs that we love, the, the, the animatronic ones, the VFX ones are so fun. I've talked to people who have built those and designed them, especially in Fallen Kingdom. And there's so much to those, but I'm like, let's get into this and how they make these ones. The babies, the adults, there's so many to talk about. And I'm let's do it. Like, we love them to death. Let's find out and show people, well, tell them on a podcast how they're made. <laughs> I love that. You know, we we uh, really I feel like lately we've been getting into like theories and just talking and having, you know, uh, just conversations that you would have in the community, kind of mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so it is nice to have something where we can kind of get down to some some more technical stuff and and find out more about the animatronics and, you know, parts of the film that we don't necessarily talk about all that much. I don't have a ton of you know, knowledge and stuff like that. I have, you know, these uh, little blurbs and summaries that people have quoted and said over the the few years, but like, that's about it. That's, that's really all I know. So, um, and let me tell you, they just, they do blow me away. All these, these uh, animatronics um, and especially like seeing stuff like uh, Jurassic World live tour in person with the animatronics that they had. Mm -hmm. I just can't imagine how, how cool it must've been to actually be, uh, you know, on those sets back in the day, see these animatronics up close and personal and actually recently we did a uh, uh an episode where we were talking about like what scene or set would you have liked to have uh visited uh, or see shooting uh, back in the day and and that kind of ties into that too because we were talking all about the animatronics a lot of people picked something with like something that has a, a giant animatronic or or something like that just because they want that impact of yeah. seeing that scene filmed. So they're they're just super awesome. And you don't really get that in a ton of movies. You know, there's there's exceptions here and there, Star Wars and, and other creature movies and stuff like that. But it's kind of it's kind of unique. Uh so that's what I love about these things. So I'm glad you're covering them. Of course. Oh man. And you're absolutely right. And of course we want to get in working in paleontology that I did for a couple of years and volunteering at a lab and going on a field expedition for ice age aquatics and avians. And of course, dinosaurs too. We see the bones and stuff like that too. And I, that's why I, I agreed with everybody. When I listened to that episode, I was like, we, everybody, we do <laughs> want to see these things come to life. Like I've seen the bones I've done, but if I get the chance to see an animatronic, which is the closest thing we're going to get, maybe who knows? Cause as of this moment, Brad, they're cloning a 400,000 year old, a horse at the moment. 
Nope. Not even kidding you. That's yeah. Uh, and apparently they're working on the baby chicken dinosaurs right now. And they're making that a possibility. So who knows? But <laughs> the animatronics are going to be the thing that are gonna, we all want to see for that. And I am biased towards them. I love them. And can I let you in on a little secret, though, for this and everyone listening about the us who just watch behind the scenes and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Does anybody say no? Like, no, don't let me in. But yeah, yeah, let me in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who knows? Um, the you never know these days. Well, I talked to. There was a friend of mine. I was at a doing this with the school work and working in film. We get to go behind the scenes of some conventions and stuff. And I was at Monster Palooza one year, and I talked to the guy who helped build and also was in the suit for the Ghostbusters Mar- uh, Puff Marshmallow Man. And oh man, sweet guy. He was awesome. Him and I were really cool. And we talked about it, and he's like, he's like, oh, what are you doing? Like, oh, I've done stuff with the school and whatnot, and I've helped do some promotions, and I've done a lot of the online schooling, uh, Stan Winston School for Character Arts, by the way. And done a lot of that, so we made friends over there, the owner of school. He's like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so we're all talking. And he's like, I want to be honest with you, though. Yeah? You guys who watch the behind-the-scenes on all these DVDs and the old VHSs and on YouTube and stuff like that who actually pay attention to it and want to know more about it, you have the biggest leg up to everyone who started in the business making that stuff because you guys will go in and be smarter than we were when we first started. Like, oh my God, really? He's like, yeah, keep watching those. You guys are the future generation. Anybody listening who's in filmmaking and wants to do SFX, this is straight from the man. We are the future generation for filmmaking with that. That is a a pretty uh, enlightening fact, you know, just because... We are all so close to these things. We all love finding out, especially Jurassic. We want to see these details, and we haven't necessarily gotten them too um, too much, you know, with this this Jurassic World series. We haven't gotten a huge in depth uh, behind the scenes kind of stuff that we used to get with the old films. So that is a uh, yeah, that is awesome that you kind of have that leg in, the foot in the door, and you can actually understand. I you know I watch. Um, uh, I'm still watching it. I know it was like canceled and it, it was over or whatever, but uh, Face Off uh, on Sci-Fi. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been recently recently watching that on Peacock because I've had Peacock for like how a few like if, I feel like it's been like a month or two now um, because of my cable service. So um, hmm. I've been diving back in the Face Off and watching them create all those creatures and and do the makeups and the uh, you know all the just building these giant creatures and I'm like. I feel like I could do that, but I know if I showed up on, you know, if I, if they were like, you know what, <laughs> yeah. we got it, we cast all these awesome creature des- designers, and then you, Brad, go ahead, and <laughs> I know it would turn yeah. out absolutely horrible, but I get that idea that you kind of have this foot in the door where, like, you know, you've got an advantage that they didn't have back in the day, so that is cool. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? If it helps, Brad, I saw I thought the same thing when I watched the Lego Builder show. <laughs> like, I could do that. <laughs> watching the show i asked my pops i said hey dad you want to come on the show because i got an offer and they said hey you know if you want to come on you can i'm like dad you want to come get through the show he said mm, i'm good think about it and i said thought about it like oh yeah no i'd be killed round one it's <laughs> over it's, 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 it's over round. day one you're like turn in your lego minifigure of yourself all right i tried <laughs> I know how to. I'm really good at big building Legos. I can follow the instructions. Does that not count? Did you watched Brad. Did you watch that show? Come on. I <laughs> I, try, I love you, man. I really do. But I don't know. <laughs> those, are, those are the people that you know come out of the basements like Gollum. Hello, welcome. Where's Lego building? 
Yeah. That sort yeah. of thing like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it, Camp Cretaceous, Brad. I feel like that kind of ties in, though, because what we're yeah. going to be talking about with our hopes, ex- expectations, and concerns is we all kind of have this input that we we want to add to this and make sure that it turns out good. You know, we want to make sure that this is something that's good. And not that we have much say. We're just fans sitting on the sidelines as these creators are making this thing. But I think yeah. everybody kind of has their own input and, and thoughts and hopes, uh, things that they hope they would use and utilize. Um, so, yeah, uh, what what do you think? Because, I, it, like we said, it's kind of unknown. Do you have these hopes, expectations, and concerns? Is there anything that's kind of uh, fresh in your mind right now? Well, as a guy who's actually purchased his Bumpy, um, shout out to you, Jen, because oh, I know I called in about that, and I got her wanting them for the Christmas stocking. Uh, <laughs> I got my bumpy. I got the Toro mini snap. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on them. The snap, the snap squad. Snap squad. Yes. I got my Toro and I also got the Mosasaurus, which is actually going to a Mosasaurus tooth over here. I have. Um, we, I'm, ex- I got that. So I'm excited. Um, not really worried. I know people have been worried, especially characters, which we'll probably dive into. Um, I'm not really that worried about it. I have faith in it, especially seeing the toys come out, especially seeing. Um, your coverage on the toy fair and whatnot this year like we're getting new baryonyx we're getting all these new dinosaurs unique to the show and unique looking characters so i'm i'm excited and the only thing i'm worried about maybe is maybe being too kitty maybe mm-hmm. but maybe that's fine i mean if so i'm still gonna watch it i lost last the last kids on earth it's fine i <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not too fa- i'm not too phased by it i i think if it, and if it's really that younger age group that they're going for I'm okay, or if it's teenager and whatnot, it's still a new installment of Jurassic, and we're, I think we're still going to enjoy it no matter what. Yeah, let me let me go ahead and read the um, summary here that's on Amblin's website. So on Amblin.com, mm. uh, this is let's see, it says Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Showrunners are Scott Creamer and Lane Loris. Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce names. That's my downfall. Uh, executive mm. producers Steven Spielberg, Frank Marshall, and Colin Trevorrow. Uh, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous follows a group of six teenagers chosen for a once-in-a-lifetime experience at a new adventure camp on the opposite side of Isla Nublar. But when the dinosaurs wreak havoc across the island, the campers are stranded. Unable to reach the outside world, they'll go. They'll need to go from strangers to friends to family if they're going to survive. Uh, so that's the summary there. This is uh, Scott Creamer, Lane Luris. I don't know how I, you know. I think you got uh, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, this, is, this line's just repeating everything I just said. It also says Zach Stentz uh, serves as consulting producer. The show, a collaboration between DreamWorks Animation and Amblin Entertainment, is coming to Netflix in 2020. So that was the original, <laughs> the original <laughs> summary. Sometime, I mean, there was there was some rumors. Um, I forget honestly at this point where it even came from. I, I didn't realize I even came up with the name for the hatchery. So, uh, you know, I forget a lot of stuff. But so apparently, at some point, it was kind of revealed that uh, it, it could be coming in August. So we are now. Uh, what are we? Very very close to August. So uh, it's well, as of this recording, July nineteenth. I don't mean to date it if you don't like that, but. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> like it's it's, and we've gotten nothing yet. So nothing. Well, we, uh, we well, do have something though. Something we, we we do have a, a trail, a teaser trailer that did debut back well, then. More than and, that though. What's that? We do have more. Think we have toys. 
Oh well, yeah, that's what I was gonna go next. We have oh, we have yeah, that yeah, yeah, we have yeah. that image. <laughs> we have that image that was revealed, and then we have yeah. those toys, and we have. Oh man, that just bugs me so much that these toys. You know, the same thing kind of happened with uh, not not kind of, but exactly pretty much with uh, uh, Battle at Big Rock. You know, these toys yeah. are released. There's no confirmation as to what those were. At least we do know that there is something called Camp Cretaceous this time around. Um, but uh, <laughs> we do have these toys, and they kind of lead us into uh, a thought process about like, well, what is this? character uh you know we have toro like you were saying a carnotaurus uh there are actually uh let me bring up this image here i you know because back at toy fair there was some information at one point released about uh, a bunch of different dinosaurs and of course we do know about bumpy yep. uh so they yep. do seem to be leaning into the characters of of dinosaurs here like blue um so you know you have a, a few baryonyx like you you know we have a, a green one it looks like called maybe uh, i guess limbo um another one yeah, maybe called all, chaos they're all named. Yeah, yeah these are all named um and i know they're named because someone leaked out the picture or came from somewhere was the mini mystery packets yep, it had their exactly. name on there that's that's so what that's I'm looking at, right? <laughs> oh, that's and what you're looking at? Oh, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm looking at. And you got oh, you got God. another Baryonyx. There's three Baryonyx here, and yeah. the third one is called Grim. So, and you know, you know, I, I've always said that. Like, I know people make fun of naming the, like these dinosaurs and and uh, you know personifying them in a certain way. I I don't I don't think there's any problem with that because I've named every pet that I've ever had and I've been to zoos where they name their their animals. So do you have any issue with that? Do you think there's any problem with naming all these dinosaurs? No, no, there's not. And, you know, <laughs> you nailed it on the head. I worked at a zoo for four years, almost almost four years would have been a couple months would have been four. The names, it's either you get simple names like that at a zoo of Grim or Bobby or whatever. Or it's some weird Native American name or some weird African name that you could not pronounce. So, <laughs> it, you know what? Take your blessings, folks. It's not like, and here we have Zinhanu, the Baryonyx. Like, would, which would you rather take? I'd rather take Grim. That sounds pretty cool. That's kind of metal, too. But, you know, yeah, it's Grim's, Grim's an interesting. I, I, this one has like red around the eyes. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Um, There's the lime green one that's coming out. You know, we have that. No, there's no issue. With, that's a. We all named our dinosaurs weird names like that when we were kids, folks. Let's admit it here, okay? Of course. Of course. And, I, yeah, I have no issue with naming them whatever whatever it is. Um, yeah. So these ones seem named. So uh, that's cool. But um, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, what else? Cause, yeah, because, uh, you know, I've – honestly, I haven't found much in the way of toys for Camp Cretaceous. I have seen no. the um, – Oh man, I always blanking on the names of all these dinosaurs. It's the Epic Roarin. Is that what it is? The T Rex. The Epic. Um, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I'm really wanting to buy that though. <laughs> I I have seen that one, and Ooh. it's just it's it. You know, it kind of. It, I feel like it resembles the Thresh and Throw T Rex, but mm. it's just way better. Um, in my oh. eyes, at least, it it looks sculpted way better. Paint jobs way better. Um, mm -hmm. And it has a ton of different, you know, cool effects on there. Um, but it's just still, it's it's not really, you know, something that I'm I'm hugely into. So I've never really, uh, strangely, not never really gotten too hugely into the T Rex figures. I like the bite and fight, but uh, mm -hmm. I just uh, something hasn't drawn me into this epic roar in T Rex just yet. Um, I've also seen the 
super colossal Indominus. So that kind of, you know, and it is one of those minifigs that was released uh, or, you know, kind of revealed a while back as well. So we kind of know that the, the Indominus Rex is probably, you know, going to play a big role in this. And, you know, due to the summary, what, what did the summary say again? Did the summary say anything about that? Uh, oh, but it just said when dinosaurs wreak havoc across the island. I'm assuming, I think everybody's kind of assuming the Indominus Rex, right? Watch it blow us away, and it's not. <laughs> it's not. <yeah. laughs> we had no idea. There was something totally, there was a weird incident before 2015. We had no idea, and it was the raptors, or Rexy broke out, or whatever. I don't know. That would, I would pee myself laughing. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> you know, like I said, we don't really know much about this. <clears throat> no. I'm losing my voice here. And um, that's an interesting point that, you know, maybe it doesn't take place when everybody kind of thinks it does. We, I, I think everybody has kind of assumed, look, oh. this is something that, uh, you know, happens right at the downfall of Jurassic World. They get stranded and it's, you know, it's about like, you know, coming off the island or whatever, trying to get off the island. Um, mm-hmm. They do say that they become stranded. Sure, they could get stranded at any point in this island. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be that downfall of Jurassic World. But well, it's uh, also a big island, too. Like, it's it's huge. And it was, what, 2,100 people there? I rewatched Jurassic. I had a Jurassic marathon in honor of a comic coming out that's dinosaur-related with my girlfriend. And it was, like, 2,200 people the day Jurassic World fell. That's a lot of people, not including workers, mind you. Yeah. And it's so that's a lot of people. And you saw they were all huddled around. And you know, you're going to miss some people. That's just how it goes. I'm sure, saying, yeah. when we've had evacuations with animals breaking out when we've had to evacuate parts of the zoo and trank guns going everywhere and such. It's chaotic. You know, <laughs> I, when you have animals that are ripping down, like I've seen a rhino tear apart stuff like tissue paper and solid steel. You know, like we've wow. seen, I've seen that before. Yeah, that was a nuts day. Yeah, like trank rifles and all over stuff. I mean, you're going to miss some people. So it's possible for them to get people. Oh, I've seen, I don't know if you've seen these comments or not, but the comments were, how do these kids get lost? When do they pick them up? No. There's so much chaos going on. You got carnivores, herbivores, omnivores running all over the place. You know, the whole events of the movie, you're going to miss some people in the evacuation. Yeah, I have no problem with any campers being stranded. Like, it just seems like a, I mean, it's kind of like a typical trope. You see this kind of thing a lot in, in film and TV. So it doesn't yeah. seem that odd to me. I, I'm cool with that. Um, but yeah, I like, I kind of like the idea that maybe this isn't one we thought it was like it, and it would be great because it would give us a little bit more time with this Island. Um, I, I, my expectation though, is that it's going to be set exactly when, when I think it's oh, going to be yeah. set, you know, that it's going to be same. Yeah. yeah. But man, oh, how, how cool yeah. would that be to, to kind of be blown away? And, you know, like, like we were saying, the Indominus, it seems like it's going to be there pretty heavily. What if, like, uh, you know, that Indominus was pretty big. It had to have been there for a while, right? Like, uh, so maybe maybe they stumbled upon it or something, you know, when they shouldn't have. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That's kind. I like that. Uh, maybe maybe they're the reason why there's claw marks on the wall or something. Like, that's the kind of detail I like about tie-in material is, like, giving you these little nods to things that, you know, like like those claws. Like, you, you know, we hear them talk about, like, oh, you know, he's, he's – you know, distracting and blah, blah, blah. He's kind of whatever, whatever Owen says. I don't know. Uh, it's been a while, but, um, I like that it maybe could tie into stuff like this. Uh, and a lot of people have brought up the, 
the open fence that is in uh, Jurassic World. There's that open gate that mm. kind of leads mm. to the uh, Ankylosaurus art. Like, imagine that that maybe was opened uh, by these kids, and, and maybe there was an event that something chased them through there. Not necessarily the Indominus, but, th- you know, that would be cool if it was. Um, so stuff like that. I would love to see tie-in stuff that we just don't expect. But, uh, yeah, I'm totally expecting it to be the Indominus breakout. Um, that causes all the havoc, but man, would it be cool if it wasn't? Um, yeah, but... rewatching Jurassic World the other day, though, if you rewatch anytime soon and you look upon it, like I was, there's a scene in there where, what is it? It's right after the ambulance chase scene and kids taser the raptor out, and all of a sudden the raptors are like, oh, yeah, we can go chase him down. Indominus roars right after the huge shootout scene and it roars and they go in the jungle and they're gone for like, five ten minutes in movie time like yeah, in a time like no. that we're watching one so who that could be a moment right there like it's calling and you've no idea where they go <laughs> it could None. be like, and it's like you, you don't know like there's time periods where you don't see the indominus for a long time or you don't yeah. see any like the loose animals for a long time so it's hugely possible yeah hugely. and you know some of the toys that have been revealed um you know are the raptors from yeah. from you know the raptor squad so it is kind of cool to see that you know they could be utilized in a way but like it, it is kind of confusing because you're like well i've seen the entire trajectory of these raptors you know you saw them um you know in that encounter in the beginning of the movie then you know you yeah. see them be broken out and then like you're saying there's maybe like a five minute span where like they're free and, and roaming about because there is that that teaser trailer that has uh what seems to be is it uh charlie it looks like it's charlie it could be i think so yeah yeah it's like, charlie or delta yeah yeah it kind of looks like a, it could be a, a charlie and and delta and uh, echo and and all these dinosaurs get really odd treatments in toy form so we don't necessarily know if they they're gonna look like their film yeah. counterparts too much like yeah who knows yeah. <laughs> that's the unfortunate side of things um i know what was what was the one recently um man i don't remember which one it was but it, it seems like this happens all the time whether it's mm-hmm. echo or or uh, there was recently a charlie figure which looks really good and uh it was a savage strike figure and it, it actually looks spot on like what you see in that trailer so then it doesn't i know what you're talking about it does not look like the movie one whatsoever no 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 there's there's a charlie one that looks spot on it looks perfect it looks great oh. i think but but there is there is another one that does I forget which one it is if Echo or or Delta one of those two but it just looks oh it's Echo it's Echo <laughs> I just found is it, it. Oh, yeah it's like it's like brown and red and black and it yeah. just and yeah I saw what that. is going on like what and it does yeah. have the Camp Cretaceous box uh, it is a Savage Strike um, a different version of the Savage Strike this is a, one of the jumpers the other one mm. that I was talking about is actually just a um a primal attack figure so it doesn't really allude to uh camp cretaceous but um but yeah this this one does and it just is like what's going on here is this the new style i don't know but uh i think there's been some shirts um let me see if i can find that while we're talking but um yeah what else is there in the toy world you said you picked up some uh, Snap Squad stuff and Bumpy. Yeah, uh, man, how good is Toro. Bumpy? Because like I haven't been able to find huh? Bumpy at all. Oh, Bumpy! <laughs> <laughs> it's in my. She's in my home. Is Bumpy or she or he? Uh, we don't know, do we? Don't know. <laughs> okay, we're don't just gonna know. say Bumpy. 
<laughs> we're gonna say we, we find out it's a he and just blows our own minds away it's like the first he dinosaur main character um <laughs> bumpy i got bumpy sitting here it's not bad i, I like bumpy it's a cute little honestly i like it way better than the snap squad the snap squad looks kind of derpy but uh-huh. when you get like the regular bumpy toy i can't remember i think it's a primal attack i think um outside my head bumpy's adorable that is definitely so you guys have all talked about i mean everyone we've all talked about it voicemails to everyone you yourself jen we've all talked like sticky moloch was supposed to be the little cutesy dinosaur and fallen kingdom one out to be like yeah marketing Here's our baby Groot, or then baby Blue. It's gonna be Bumpy. Bumpy's gonna be the thing. I was like, Bumpy, 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 Bumpy. Like that's what's gonna be in the toy shelves and the toys. It's gonna be because how can you not? Especially yeah. that artwork of Bumpy. It it's it scream. I listen. I hunted one down, Brad. I'm not gonna lie to you here. Like I told my girlfriend, whenever you go to the store, <laughs> I know we have to make it risky. And today it's really more scarier going to the store. But whenever you go to the store, can we look out for a Bumpy? This please, because I, I, my heart sank. Got it. I'm 23 years old, and like, how can you not? <laughs> like it's just so cute. It's like it's a baby. It's a baby, Brad. A baby. <sighs> oh, it's a good toy though. It's recommended because it's, and I think your son will definitely like it too because it's the perfect size compared yeah. to all the other dinosaurs. It's you can tell it's baby. Yeah, and <clears throat> I mean we've kind of we've definitely discussed like the, the, like how it lines up and stacks up with the other figures too. Um, and I think that, you know, there is another version, right? That, uh, let me see here. Oh, it, it yeah, was like um, a, it's, it's part of that pack that includes uh, a character, yes. uh, Darius, I believe. Um, and bumpy is way smaller than that attack pack version that's out on the shelves. Damn. Um, so it's interesting. Like, I don't know why they released that attack pack version when all Probably the other attack packs are in scale, but this bumpy that comes with the uh it comes with the stegosaurus, like the it's just a repainted version that we have. A Baryonyx yeah. that's repainted and uh Darius and this tiny tiny Ankylosaurus, which I feel like that does work in scale, and it gets you to see like what maybe the scale is and uh, of the the bumpy character versus Darius there. Uh one of the teenage kids, I guess, from the show. Yeah, which is it's cool. It's one. It's cool. We're getting a new human character, though. I'm really excited oh, yeah. about that. It's other than Owen, I, I, yeah. I'm gonna try. You have a better <laughs> Owen impression than I do, and that's saying something. So I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna not try I'm not doing it right now. No, maybe I'll get into it at some point. We'll, we'll see. Um, but oh. but I think I you know that Darius character looks awesome. Like I love yeah. him. St- I've seen him stacked up against like uh, a few other characters and. I feel like yeah, it's it's a bit of a, a cartoony uh, depiction of a you know, and, and I guess that would be accurate because that's what the show is. Um, it's animated, but the the toy is slightly more animated than the, the other ones. Uh, you know, the film accurate versions. So, but I still yeah. think at the same time it does kind of fit in with the other characters. So that's cool. Um, I, and I, I do want to say though, Brad, I, for size comparison though, and why it's different, I think I have a theory. What's that? The theory, I, I think mainly because, I mean, cause man, I've been a toy collector since I've been a kid, but I think it's a safety thing. Like, it's going to be sold to kids, right? So I think with the size comparison, if we sell the really tiny one all the time, like it's maybe choking hazard or something along that line. So maybe that was why was a choking hazard. Because if they make, they make the primal attack one smaller, right? Like the one I have on my shelf mm-hmm. currently over here with all the other Jurassic toys. 
if you look upon that, like if you make it smaller, maybe it's a safety issue and maybe they couldn't get away with making it any smaller because of that. But then again, it's smaller in an attack pack. Yeah. So I think I, maybe there was some safety thing there. I think I don't, I don't, I don't, I want to defend Mattel. I want to defend him because I love him. I can't really defend it when I have this, this, uh, baby yoda that is literally like it's like the size of a quarter <laughs> it's so small that's true but it's that's like it's accurate to uh the six inch scale figures so yeah. i don't know i don't know it seems like choking hazards don't really matter <laughs> anymore because that baby yoda it's that. definitely a choking hazard like i don't i don't I understand what's that. going on there but but again like it is a collector's figure it is part of the like the you know the the black series collectors so i i have no clue what their you know what their thoughts are are on that but i i did find that shirt that i was talking about uh, i think i mentioned it huh. with the raptors there's looks three raptors that are on there and uh uh i'm assuming it's charlie blue and echo so i don't mm-hmm. know if i don't know where delta is on this but uh it that one raptor which i i'm assuming is echo does kind of resemble that uh savage strike figure that is just wildly off so yeah it's not oh, not looking too good uh, as far I thought as about uh, something yeah I, what's I that i thought about something though in this because if we think about it kind of a said who was it when we had the whole attack scene and whatnot when the raptors were first set loose and whatnot i don't think we're gonna get the whole raptor squad in this animated feature yeah, because one of them was blown up with an RPG like Ooh. two minutes after they got free. I, you know, and I never know which Raptor got blown up. Do we? <laughs> oh God! Oh, fans are gonna kill us. They're gonna be like, "You guys I know. on the show? What?" I know. Oh, I never I know which it one it is. Delta. Because every time I watch that movie, I'm like, "Who's who?" I don't know. Yeah, who's who. yeah, they look cool. We just can't keep track. Like, I love their designs. I really do. But you just, it's uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh no. Oh, this makes Uh-oh. me so sad. So I'm reading, I'm reading it here, and it's uh, oh. oh man. And this just hurts so much. Like reading this stuff, and 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 even watching Jurassic World again after all the shots of them in Fallen Kingdom as babies, it just really. Oh hurts. yeah. It really hurts, you know, to see that. Uh, mm. uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, seconds later, one of the InGen troopers fired a missile launcher at Charlie. Oh, her. no. Charlie. So no. it's the one Raptor oh. that is in, it seems to be in this depiction, but I, oh, I don't know. No. I, so so <laughs> it's just, that really okay. hurts. But also Delta does like in certain instances, I guess you could say that Delta is this one as well. Uh, that is in that teaser. Yeah. It, it, it depends on how they bring it to life. You know, the, the artist's rendition of these dinosaurs. So, um, yeah, it's all up to the artist. And I think even the, the, like the baby versions and stuff like that, they, it could, you know, grow into what you see in that teaser trailer. So maybe that could. is Delta. Maybe Charlie's not here because like you said, maybe, you know, she blew up or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just a thought, but I also <laughs> thought about it too is, we also, and as fans, we got to like look, I think like now is a better time than ever, especially since we don't know anything when release it is. Kind of take a deep dive and look at the details. Maybe it was a confrontatious attitude as I kind of did and look upon it like what keywords are they saying here that they're going to take from the movies mm-hmm. and put on the show. Like when they were speaking of the Raptor, the baby Raptors made me think of this. 
we have Owen says it a few times when he's talking about the babies, like from this group. Group. Meaning yeah. that there's yeah, one, one, one of the one of the survivors from this group. Yeah. And we all know they're different hatchery groups. Like they're all like they're all different nests because that's why they all look different because they're all different genetic groups. And when I, what happened to the other raptors? They mentioned there's more survivors, other groups. Maybe there's actually more than one raptor pin. Plot twist. You know, and that is I did write down some hopes and, and expectations and stuff, and, and all my hopes was other raptors. Um really? that is something I would love to see is other raptors and just see how that could be explained farther and 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 you know we we got blue on the ship in Fallen Kingdom right so blue is yeah. the only raptor that we know of that's out there um and it would be awesome to know that you know well like like JA or Bump. Colin said they didn't point the camera at the other <laughs> six raptors yeah. that they caught and were in the crates on that ship so and bumpy you know, lives Bumpy's there. Bumpy lives. Yeah, that could be. You never know. Um, But like, yeah, I I would love to see other raptors. And I think that's something that people would, you know, have been craving, uh, Mm. you know, because we we watched Jurassic World and we're like, there's no way there's only four raptors on this island, right? Did they really just... There's also that. But it just, you know, the, the whole fact of, of Isla Sorna and Isla Nublar, there was raptors everywhere. And, and are they really saying that all of these raptors, everything died or was killed off? I, I don't know. It's so, you know, despite what everything says in the DPG and everything, it's still hard to believe that there's nothing left, that everything from Sorna was transported to Nublar and all that stuff. Where's all the raptors? Where did they go? Like, so that's what I would yeah. love to see. And that's what I want from this show is to be able to see stuff that maybe, you know, they could explain farther and, and get, you know, fill us in with all these, all these little details. Maybe, maybe there is like a, a, a camp lesson about Isla Sorna, the other Island, or maybe they take a, a, a group yeah. trip over to their other Island or something like that. That's oh, something I would love cool. to see, you know, like that, maybe they're like, well, we do have a facility that we want to help, uh, you know, train you guys and, and, and show you the ropes and, or something like mm. that. It's not, it's not an internship, but I could see them, you know, kind of saying like, we do have a facility on the other island. We'll take a ferry over there or whatever. So stuff like that. I'd love to see other raptors, uh, deeper ties, um, and, uh, and you know, something that is actually a part of the uh, the toy boxes as well is the, the artwork on there. And if you look at that amazing artwork in the background, there's actually some really awesome looking facilities Um what it is i don't oh, really know houses. it does yeah it looks, it looks like, like tree houses, houses right? or, yeah you know so we're all assuming it's like a camp facility and it just it's it looks so beautiful and i hope that that comes to life in the same way as it does in that artwork that it's not just some random concept art or something like that i hope it does come to to fruition just like that so uh we'll see on that but i, I do like the idea of seeing more of the island and, and i've talked about jurassic world live tour a lot on you know i've said it here today but i've also said it a lot on other shows but that show that live tour show gave us the opportunity to see other parts of the island very minimal minimally but i think this is an opportunity to show us even more and that's what i'm excited about so hopefully get more opportunities to just dive into this island and what it is pre-breakout i'm with you I'm with you 100. percent You know, there's there's opportunity, and I think mm. you guys have all said it on the wire, on the mailbag, <laughs> everything. 
Yeah. Everything. There's so much. I'm with you. Like, what if they talk about it? Like, yeah, I love the fact that they just gave. There's a lesson about Isla Nublar or Isla Sorna. Yeah. I mean, they talk about it and they, they give you more context and stuff like that. For like, hey, the adult fans watching, this one's for you. Exactly. Like, that's it. And someone make that a meme. Like, if they, they do, they give us that. Just please edit the pictures <laughs> and that on there of like adult, like older fans of Jurassic, <laughs> this one's for you with blue, with Owen throwing blue. Like, okay, that's just me. But, you know, we have that. There's so much. There's like more opportunities to explore the island, the Cretaceous cruise. I want to see more Cretaceous cruise because apparently Baryonyx are and okay yeah i don't Here's, understand oh, that Brad, very much <laughs> Brad, there was an idea right and none of us have mentioned it before how can we not okay so in fallen so in jurassic world we had all the stuff on there about these dinosaurs and the whole list of dinosaurs yeah fallen kingdom comes around some of them are extinct what if those ones that went extinct because they weren't taken care of and one because all that jazz and you know carnivores all over what the ones we didn't get to see in there, we get to see in Camp Cretaceous. I would love it. Yeah. Like Microceratops, I think, is one, too. You know, we have the, um, it was Baryonyx, and then the, um, what's the other one? Oh, it's a Spinosaur. Brad, help me out here. Uh, what, Baryonyx. Sucumimus? There we go. Yes. Yeah, I was drawing a blank. Yeah. Yeah, su- we have Sucum. So there's Sucumimus in there. We have that. Like, I would love to see that. Yeah. Uh, so there's like five of them metrocanthiosaurus we can finally see that one in a jurassic <laughs> movie like we have that there's an uh, explanation of the parks because they you know give my zoo knowledge here and what i'll talk about it with there is animals which are in you've mentioned i think it was on the wire you guys mentioned like there's parts of a zoo where you know there's animals kept you don't see 100 percent yeah. there's animals there you never see like like the carnotaurus it's hidden the baryonyx, maybe the other ones are hidden, but apparently they're in the Cretaceous cruise, so who knows? I don't know how that works. I wouldn't do that. That's pushing it for me as an adventurer. Like, hey, come yeah. on in with this kind of our kids and go on down. Like, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Never I'm really good understood that. Things. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You just uh, uh, but there is all this opportunity, and I hope, hope they take it like maybe there's artwork of or like posters or something like that and they're doing it a design of this what the raptors used to look like and it's tiger striped or the original Mm -hmm. or the jp3 and it's like and the spinosaurus here who fought us and sadly uh she was lost in transit and it's like the other workers like yeah she had to be put down (laughs) like like, we know we we could not keep the spinosaurus or much as we wanted to like and all that like you just so much opportunity put a dimetrodon in there for pete's sake do that well also another problem with all of this amazing stuff that we're, we're kind of conjuring here is the this this lingering question of soft cannon that colin tomorrow oh, has talked yeah. about and you know this is something we've mentioned a lot on the wire but um yeah. you know my expectation is that this is going to be deemed soft cannon um you know because it's it's not necessarily anything that that really deeply ties itself to the the film franchise or anything like that it's not like we're going to see Darius or Bumpy in the future i i i'm sure i'm probably sure about that probably sure um i'm very sure but um <laughs> i i just hope that this is canon but my expectations are like you know Colin has said a lot about soft canon and, and coming up with this term and just putting it out there for other 
you know, media things out there like the the live tour or I think he even said it about the game, which is so far from canon. Um, so, yeah, it's weird. But I, I just hope that this doesn't get kind of demeaned in a way and just, you know, told by the, the people who made it. It's like, oh, yeah, this is actually not yeah. canon. This is just soft canon. So that is my concern in a way is like that this doesn't – that they don't give you any reason to care too much. You know, we, we have all these that, that these hurts. amazing theories and stuff like that. But when they go ahead and say that it's soft canon, you're like, well, you know, they could say at some point that the Spinosaurus is still out there or, you know, something like that in the films. It, like, it just like, that would it hurt. hurts. It hurts. So I just, I hope that this is canon. Um, and, and I think there's something that can determine this, Brad. What's one up? one thing that can deter I I I would almost put money down. I'm saying this on the recording. I would almost put money down five dollars <laughs> if the world doesn't end before this comes out. Then listen, who knows? We can. I think the one big thing is if it's a hit. If it's a hit, it's going to be in the movies. If it's not, soft cannon. I I hope so. I, I've I just always it. found it so hot, so odd that you know they it is. decide to deem things soft canon when uh, across the water you have Star Wars doing canonical stuff yeah. across every spectrum: comics, uh, novels, uh, you know, audiobooks, <laughs> live, you know, stuff uh, or stuff on, um, you know, Disney Plus. It's just that's that's beautiful. I love that, and and sure, maybe you don't like every aspect of canon, but like. Everything there is canon. So, yeah, I just I wish we kind of had that. But that's just another long tangent. Um, and and uh, one of my expectations is I feel like this is probably going to be this demographic of like, I don't know, like somewhere from like eight to 14 or something like that, like in that range yeah. uh, of viewer. Um, and I know a lot of people are concerned about that, it, it not being adult enough and stuff like that. But like. You have to satisfy different markets, and you know we have the the younger stuff with the the Lego uh, series, and I think if you age up a little bit, you're, you're here at this this show, and then you age up a little bit, and you're at the movies. So like it all it all works. So I feel mm-hmm. like you know we have to be we excited for all demographics here, um, and I certainly am. Sure. Of course, I would love something that's like. You know, and we're apparently getting a live action show at some point. Maybe uh, that was all before all the you know virus stuff happened. So who knows yeah. what's going on with that? Well, still, they did say that last year, last time we in Jurassic World, I remember this because I remember hearing the news. I'm like, this is deja vu because they said that right before Jurassic, or a little bit right after I think Jurassic World came out. We're getting a live action TV show on Netflix. Never saw. <laughs> it's been years. Like yeah. the comics, the comics are supposed to come out. Oh, the out. comics, yeah. What's going and on then, there? It's but but we do have to say one thing, Brad. You you, I know. Like we've saw we we're not really like soft canon all that jazz. But you better bless that they're soft canon because otherwise those motion comics are canon. Like <laughs> <laughs> that. Remember that though, Brad. Look, those still exist. <laughs> well, you know, as much as I I I am not a fan, I I think that. They could, f- they don't necessarily do anything to be like bad canon wise, right? Like they don't really, I don't know. It just, it doesn't do anything to like mess up canon. I don't think it, it they're not very well made, 
but the story's kind of yeah. intact in a way. Like it's fine. It, it's it's I, fine. Are you sure I the think, helicopter versus with a box versus I, a you know? I look, <laughs> it's it's like I said, it's not my favorite thing. I don't know what was going on there, and that was I think that was the episode where like the T Rex was attacking the zoo. And I, I, I actually appreciated that. I was like, all right, this looks like this is good action from the zoo. Like they're actually like, you know, uh, attacking this head on. And then all of a sudden the the, the rangers, I guess, show up with helicopters, giant ones, <laughs> a, with box. Box, a box or something. I, I don't know. I still don't know. But um, yeah, whatever happened there. So let's forget that. about that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. When that came, when, oh. Oh, you know, that's this. We it's like sometimes the holiday special with Star Wars fans. We acknowledge <laughs> the craziness, but we kind of push it to the side. Sure, sure. <laughs> we kind of do. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that is Camp Cretaceous. So, Allie, I've been checking YouTube and so far nothing, but I know how this podcast works. We talk about something or someone talks about something. And next thing you know, boom, a trailer is out or boom, there's pictures. Yeah, the next I mean, day, so, or there's footage, or the animatronic footage. You never know. That stuff does tend to happen. So, so let's put it out there. You know, this is us hoping. Um, I did want to also bring up uh, another series that was that was talked about recently, um, or you know, that was also discussed was the Fast and Furious show, which was also a DreamWorks um, Universal kind of deal. Yeah. And so far, it does say season one, and it looks like it has eight episodes. So, you know, DreamWorks wow. uh, animation stuff has made shows with, I think, like 20 episodes. But this one here, which is kind of, you know, it would go hand in hand with Universal and their Fast and Furious franchise and Universal and Jurassic franchise. So I, I'm assuming we're probably going to get this many episodes off the bat. Maybe season one expands. I don't know. I don't follow the Fast and Furious TV show. I love this. And this is the problem. I love those movies. I love them, but I I've, I haven't really felt inclined to like dive into the animated show. So that's what that's my worry with mm-hmm. this show is like I want that reason to dive into this show. Um, and as a Jurassic fan, as, as a Jurassic fan, as uh, a podcaster about Jurassic, I'm gonna be doing it. Don't worry. But I just want that reason to care. But I, let's 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 get off of our you know horses here and let's let's discuss what other people are thinking that's the reason we're here this is the reason we're here um so all right so we're gonna go over to twitter i i actually asked everybody what they wanted to see like we mentioned an hour ago um and jeremy (laughs) jeremy wiles says (laughs) i'd like to see the return of the ripples in the water man am i talking right uh the ripples in the water heralding danger we haven't oh. seen that effect in the film since uh, the Lost World. That would be cool. I would love that. Yes, it was. It was in JP three, mind you. I rewatched one the other day. I'm a big fan of JP three. It was in that one. Was it? I, I don't want to give it to the fence. It, they walked past the water that had the drip thing, and because there was a spino, him, it was the Kirby kid. <laughs> yeah, I came Allen and the Kirby kid. I just said I'm a lover of fan, but I'm drawing a blank on the brain farts. I love them. Uh, that was in that <laughs> one, but that's a good point. Uh, go okay. Ignore that madness that just happened. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, uh, it's fine. Uh, but I, I'm yeah. I'm down for that. I think that would be I think that'd be yeah. awesome. A, a way to kind of you know tie back to the rest of the series and and you know we haven't really we've only talked about like tying it into Jurassic World. So it would be kind of nice to. Mm. I mean, we, I guess we did mention Sorna a bit like that and, and the Spino and everything else. So yeah, okay, I'm wrong. But 
it would scary, be nice though. to Wait, see these scary, tie-ins though. to the old past stuff. Yeah, and it's it's a scary thing, you know. It's it's a classic trope, but it works. Because if all of a sudden you feel vibrations and like, wait a minute, what was that? And you see the water trickling like that, whether you've seen Jurassic or not, you're like, ooh, ooh. And in this world, you got they got to figure, well, that's something big. Like we gotta yeah. go. It's it's a simple trope that works. So, so I agree with this man. Yeah, and while <laughs> you know we have talked about the uh, Indominus a lot, and I don't necessarily think that that'll be a big part of this show. But we we did mention Toro, which is the Carnotaurus, which should be mm. the villain of this show. That's that's what's going to be happening here. So this this you know scarred. Uh, Carnotaurus uh, across the nose, you get that red scar down the side. Um, that would be cool to see that thing stomping around. And while it's certainly not as big as those other dinosaurs, you know, it could definitely create that impact tremor, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. And the Baryonics too could. Like, yeah. I think Baryonics are going to be the B villains in this one. Kind of mentioning them again because no one seems to be like, we're getting new berries. Come on, folks. We're new berries. Like, they, yeah. they're definitely the same thing there. And there will probably be B villains. I imagine like Toro Scar from the Lion King, right? And then the hyenas are the new Baryonyx. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't know. That's just me. That's exactly what I, that's what I, that's what I was literally thinking that right like two minutes ago when you were talking. I'm like, they seem like the, I, I bet you they're going to be like the hyenas in, in the Lion King. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like it but, works but i kind of strayed away because i'm like well they're not going to be talking how do you how are you going to represent like a goofy one and like you know uh just, i don't know how you'll do that but it'll be interesting yeah. to see i think that's what the will, will, what will happen there but um who knows but we also do have the t-rex the you know the t-rex has been yeah. packaged in toys and you have that mini uh the ceratosaurus has been um uh, you know made as a mini so i don't know uh, who knows? Maybe we'll get all kinds of different dinosaurs that could uh, make those tremors. Um, either way, that's pretty cool. I like that idea. Harkening back to, you know, the past. Um, Mr. Pat here says, my hope is that they <laughs> reveal the release date soon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, uh, Mr. Pat, you are now my favorite teacher because that is the most <laughs> teacher name I've ever heard. Mr. Pat, is it question 11? M- Mr. Pat, we toast to you i have an empty water bottle because i've drank it all because we've talked for a while toast to you mr pat yes, I, I yes. want that too uh nicholas horton says how many episodes do you think there will be and I, I you know i kind of just answered that in a way where i thought maybe it's eight i don't know i have no yeah. clue. I, I think at one point there was discussion about how many were ordered or something like that how many episodes were ordered i don't remember um but uh i i I would say i think i'd safely say that there's at least going to be eight episodes straight off the bat um but i think that i think there should be something there was wording at one point i don't remember where that was um about multiple seasons or 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 something like that um i I forget where that there was like a press release somewhere i don't remember where that was but uh, it did kind of mention maybe there's like a a multi-year thing going on here so uh Mm. yeah so you know i'd expect a lot of episodes over the course of a few years at least season Um, two the rescue of bumpy yeah yeah that's it that's how bumpy lives (laughs) (laughs) um you know actually that kind of makes me think about Jurassic World live tour again. And I know I've mentioned it a bunch mm. of times, but I would love some kind of tie in to that. Like there's, there were some amazing characters and, and stuff in that 
live show oh, yeah. where I would love to see them kind of give a nod to some of those characters like uh, Kate Walker, who is the main in that show. I would love to see her character. There's no reason why she shouldn't be there. If if these kids are going to go to like a facility and, and learn something or, you know, get hands on that, she would be the person to go do that with. Um mm-hmm. Get to see Genie, the Trodon. Like that would be awesome to see that dinosaur there. So that's a that's a hope of mine. So I don't I do I do not expect that to happen, but uh, I think it's an easy hope. Like it's easy. You could just do that. Make more episodes. It's the, <laughs> yeah, it's in the Jurassic verse. It's in the soft canon verse. Okay, folks, it's there. Yeah, it's there. Um, it only costs, I know DreamWorks. It's another hundred million dollars to make the Trodon <laughs> in there, but come, probably come yeah, whatever. Try. It's fine. I throw it. Yeah, yeah, Universal makes a lot of money on these movies, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Gojira rules fifty five here. Says, when do you Ooh. think we'll get a new trailer? Um, I mean, I don't know, but uh, I would assume if this is coming out August, August. In, in the first week or two of August, we got to get a trailer now. Sometime soon. Um, Can I give a hot take with this? What's your hot take? We're not going to get a trailer. This is going to drop, oh, and they release ouch. a trailer. That was hot. That burned me, man. That, I, that... <laughs> I don't have any water now. I'm sorry. I drank Scorching. It <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh! They felt it through the microphone. No trailer. Ooh. I mean, it's it's possible, I guess. Well, tra- uh, you, still, wait, you, know? you still get a trailer though, but you get it when it you get a trailer when it drops. So when like it, the, yeah. the episodes drop on Netflix, and then in the same, so they drop midnight, and then everyone wakes up to a trailer at like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you know, I unfortunately didn't pay to. I I should have paid more attention to what they did with uh, Fast and Furious because I would assume a similar model would be in place for that. Um, so I don't mm. know what kind of trailers they dropped before and how early or or anything like that at this point if it is coming in august who knows maybe there was a delay maybe you know maybe it was planned for august and maybe it's pushed back due to covid uh issues or something like that we Mm. also can think about maybe comic-con at home uh i don't i don't really know what's going on there i have no clue but there's a possibility that they they're like you know what let's drop a trailer uh now, when is that thing? Is that uh mm, that's an old It looks weeks. like Wednesday, July 22nd. So that is uh this oh. week. That is Wednesday. Uh of oh, this, it is? the drop of this episode. That's when it starts, I'm assuming. Um oh, wow. Yeah, it says countdown to Comic-Con at home, 2 days. Uh in 11 hours. Ooh. So as of this uh recording. So yeah, short uh, shorter, you know, when this releases, but um maybe we got it. Maybe we got that trailer, and I loved it. Did you love it? I thought it was great. It was a really good oh, one. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was a good trailer, yeah. Really good, good one. <laughs> really uh, really threatening at the dinos. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the kids, they looked like they were in trouble. Like, they, you know, they they, it, it was they all did. their fault, I think. Bumpy ate that fern majestically. My, You know, and I've said this before, but my favorite part of the trailer was when Bumpy was revealed to be a villain so <gasps> i know oh <laughs> oh that poor jeep uh arjun here says uh he wanted to record but can't anyway his hopes are a good story expectations mm. it'll be more for kids but then i can still watch it with my son <clears throat> concerns animation is often hyper aggressive or just bad story uh concern is it'll be like that and i won't even want to watch it uh while my son's Mm. watching it so yeah i mean that's that's a possibility Mm. uh and i can speak to that because you know i watch a lot of uh animated stuff with my son and 
I always tend to be like, well, instead of watching this like random YouTube thing that you found that's like animated not so great or, you know, some show that just is is not animated all that great or whatever, I'm just like, can we just like maybe put on something like a Toy Story or like Monsters, Inc. or something? <laughs> like, can we just rewatch yeah. those for the thousandth time I, just because they're done well? Um, so I, I can kind of, you know, feel that pain there that hopefully it's good. Hopefully you know, it, it pays off in that way where it's like, I, I want to watch this over and over again. Um, because when you have a kid, you're, you watch stuff over and over again. So that's, that's True. my hope. My, I can't tell you, my kid has watched the Lego, uh, Isla Nublar, whatever. Um, many times now, uh, we watched the entire thing in one day and then he's watched it many times since. So hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's something we can have conversations about and and think about and i did you know i said i wasn't really too hooked into the fast and furious thing i did take a glimpse at the first episode at some point and it was very hyper stylized and 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 stuff like that it it wasn't like my favorite animation but it wasn't bad Mm -hmm. or anything i thought it was fine um and the story was it was fine it was okay like it, it you know i didn't watch the entire first episode sorry oh no um but uh i Maybe someday, maybe, you know, maybe I will someday, but, uh, I do love the Fast and Furious franchise, so maybe I got to do it, but, um, I just hope that, uh, all that stuff that you said, you know, the animation is, it could be hyper uh, or aggressive or a bad story. I don't know, but hopefully it's not. Hopefully we get the opposite. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. I don't have any kids myself, so I, not gonna wood, but, you know, we're looking upon that and so I'm. With the on the but I like I said before I'm gonna watch little kids so even if it's like for the younger audience I say little kid not meant to be demeaning it, it, no it's really no. meant not to be I swear it's for the younger audience I'll still watch it and they're like this is really campy you're watching this it's Jurassic of course I'm gonna watch it you know because it still appeals to the inner childhood and I mean what I've liked is when I was a kid yeah so my inner kids still saying watch this yeah. And, and I have no issue with that. I, I I want it to be for me as well. I want to be able to enjoy it, but I I think this deserves to be for kids. And yeah. I, you know, we've talked about it on the wire as well is those, those toys uh, include like some really, 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 really young kid. Like ma- uh, it's like a little map kind of like maze thing that it's like three routes and you're like, okay, yeah. I figured it out. I just looked at it and I figured it out. But like that, that does make me think that, Oh, maybe this could be for really like younger kids, but I still think it's going to be that mid range there. Um, but I, I, that's, that's awesome. That's perfect. That's great. Um, I have no, I take no issue with that. I watched, you know, star Wars rebels. Uh, I thought that was, it skewed younger, but then became something pretty awesome. Um, even clone Wars skewed younger and then became something awesome. Uh, star Wars resistance. It just was always younger. It really didn't change. Um, and I still enjoyed it. You know, it wasn't my favorite animated show, but it was still really fun. So I think this could fall right in line with that. So I'm excited either way. Uh, let's move over to, Oh, there's one on Facebook. Let's see. It's uh, from John. It says, I can't wait to see. This has been a long time waiting on this series. Agreed. It has been a long time. It's true. Yeah, I mean, it's been... How long have we known about this? Oh, Ooh. man. Um, Four months? Maybe January? Maybe... I don't... Uh, I don't know. I think maybe since January we've known about it. I think I I don't know I I uh, um 
time, like I said, is meaningless. So who knows <laughs> anymore? But maybe January end of last year, I think. I feel like I knew about it a little bit earlier, but I'm not too sure there. Um, there is a, a longer synopsis maybe here on Netflix's website. Um, but this was, let's see, this. Oh, no, this was way earlier. This was literally over a year ago. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, because I'm on my phone right now, and I looked June at 4th, 2019. Oh, yeah, June 4th. This has been way... It's oh. so long ago. Wow, okay. Oh, no. Yeah, so that was... Okay, and here's what I was just talking about. It says, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous builds on a uh, successful five-year relationship between DreamWorks Animation and Netflix... Uh, that is oh ne- that never mind that's not what i was saying um i just jumped the gun on that one but uh oh there it is this is going to be on netflix in 2020 as part of an ongoing multi-year agreement with netflix to produce original animated kids and family programming so that that was kind of like what, what i was saying earlier about you know maybe we get eight, eight episodes now but this is a multi-year thing so mm-hmm. i'd expect a lot um yeah, yeah, it's there's like we just it keeps going back to the thing of what we keep saying is there's so much opportunity with this. Yeah, so there's so many ways you can take it, and I just wish, like especially nowadays, Frank Marshall, Spielberg, G, uh, Colin Trevorrow, we need something. <laughs> like we need something. Save us, Colin. They love to us give us nothing. Trouble. <laughs> It's just like we're all pondering and such yeah. like that. And I hope uh, Colin, if you're listening, please just save us. And the, also, I, I wonder, I don't want to badmouth the man, but it'd be funny if like they're listening, like, oh, they have no idea. Like, yeah, you keep pondering, guys, just wait. Yeah. Look, they love to give us trailers for the movies. There's way too many trailers, way too revealing. Oh, they do. You know, too much in yeah. there. But as far as everything else is concerned, it's like, hey, it's dropping. Um, I do want to move over to Instagram real quick. Uh, yeah. let's see here. Uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Osaurus Rex says, just hope it comes out soon. I can only have my kid watch the Lego Jurassic show so many times. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, just another Jurassic fan says, I hope it works. Kids deserve a good Jurassic cartoon series. I don't mind if it's childish. It could be entertaining and engaging for adults fans, uh, adult fans too, if it's well-made, at least for me. Mm. Agreed. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm Marcus, glad fans are agreeing on this now. Oh yeah, yeah. That, it did seem like it was, it was kind of like the tide was turning at some point where it was like getting too people were getting too angry about the fact that this is a kids show. Oh um, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm happy to see some. We'll, we'll see. I mean, we're not done reading yet, but uh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Who knows? Marcus here says I would love if they had Robert Muldoon's nephew take up the mantle as the gamekeeper to lead the kids to safety. That's cool. Is, I I what like. Yes, that makes sense. Or even not his nephew, his son. Seriously, like that would that be would awesome. Work. Oh, I, that's better I than Nedry's it. nephew. That's way better. <laughs> that's way. I don't know Nedry's what. I never saw the Lego ones. I'm sorry, fans. I'm so sorry. But Nedry's Nedry had what his and it was in a Lego set too. With the yeah, Mac. no, it was his. It was his nephew. Um, oh, it was Danny Niedermeyer. Uh, was was okay. his nephew? Yeah, and he's he's a major part of the uh, Isla Legend of Isla Nublar. There it is. 
Uh, and oh, and man. that show, and that's what I really hope from this is that you know they understand this the franchise because whoever's doing the Lego stuff, Lego, and and everybody involved, they understand this franchise almost better than anybody. It's crazy. The the nods, True. the the like the deep like comedy that they they pull out of that to to make you laugh about something that happened like you know 27 years ago or whatever like it it, it it's perfect and uh you know it, it's something that's also made for kids and and I laugh a lot when I see these things and you and you get you know cameos from all the big you know uh, no no Laura Dern uh, or you know Ellie but you get Grant and Malcolm mm-hmm. in there too and uh, slight cameos from Nedry and 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 his nephew. Um, so I, I hope that they take that kind of route. I, I seeing like a nephew or whoever, a son to, or even a, a daughter or, or anything, a niece. Um, I would love to see that. That would be awesome. Uh, you know, a question from, from, from the fans though: Who would you want to see make a cameo? I mean, I'm, I'm going to make another hot take. I don't even think we're going to get Bryce or Owen. Not Owen <laughs> as well. Oh, you don't Pratt, think so? I don't think we're going to see them make a cameo in this. If we do, it probably will be like we'll probably see their characters, but it probably won't be the actors. I don't, I don't think Bryce or Chris are, is going to be doing a voice. I could be wrong. I don't know. Well, but what character? Like, it's a fan question of like what characters would you like to see make cameos? Original cast, like original three or and Jurassic World. Well, I feel like the fact that this show, um, you know, if it does take that route of Jurassic World has fallen and all that, there's really not a lot of room, right? I mean, unless there's like three or four episodes before Jurassic World falls or something like that, um, mm-hmm. there's not a ton of room because they're stranded, right? So who who's going to show up? You know, is is Alan Grant off in the jungle by himself? That's- hey, guys, <laughs> what's up? I'm lost too. Um, but What if, you know, though? What if? The control room. What's his name? Lowry. The, the mm-hmm. people like everybody in my life says I, I'm Lowry, apparently, uh, <laughs> which I get. But uh, it's kind of a shame, but also really cool. What if Lowry actually helps out the kids? There you go. There's one. That would be awesome. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it could work. We don't know where Owen's partner went after the tree trunk. Maybe he helps out the kids. I can't remember the name of the character right now. Oh, the name um, of the actor. I know he's, um, Barry. Yeah. And Barry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Barry. Yeah. Wait, wait, who are you talking about? The Owens, Owens uh, partner with the Raptors. Yeah. Barry. Okay. Barry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, what I, I don't remember his name. I like his character, <laughs> but I don't remember his name. Um, we, it's, it's, it's a long night. It's 9 30 here, and it's later for you, too. I know. But, you know, we were looking upon that of what if he makes an appearance? Well, I like, think it's possible. We can have a more Jurassic World esque people, but you're right. We probably won't see Alan in the jungle. It'll be cool, though. You know, I I kind of think we will see Owen and and Claire. Uh, they love those characters so much. Um, mm. I, I assume there will be a shout out or something like that at least. But um, one thing that I did notice in that Fast and Furious episode was that Dominic Toretto, Vin Diesel himself, was in there in, in that first okay. episode at least. So wow, it does open it up to maybe uh, these two. And and Bryce did voice her her voice her character in, in the, uh, the Indominus escape. And I don't know if she went any farther than that. I forget. Jurassic Um, Jurassic world evolution. She was in it too. 
in that, yeah. And well, Owen or Chris wasn't, but um, no. he's he's kind of harder to nail down for some reason. Um, I guess because he's like you know a huge actor or whatever. But um, <laughs> but Bryce, I feel like yeah. she's more into like doing this stuff. But if they're gonna do that, if they're gonna have Bryce, you gotta have him. If this is like a uh, an official TV show kind of thing, so I, I would That's really true. hope so. That's true. Maybe you know, you know I, what? I, can the, give him a I pass will give for Bryce. the Lego stuff. Yeah, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Actually, because I do love Bryce. She seems like a wonderful human being. Yeah. Uh, I will definitely say she will probably come back. Oh, Chris, Pat, you never know. Yeah, you're right. But do we have yeah. any others, though, by chance, on Instagram or anything like that? Uh, we do, yes. Uh, oh, let's got? see here. Um, let's see here. I don't know what this one's about. It says, Trip Tonight says, Remember the two Godzilla series from the 90s? I don't want it to be the one with Gazuki, <laughs> but the one based on the movie. That's the closest comparison uh, to what I'm hoping for. Is it CGI oh. or hand-drawn animation? So. Oh, I know what he's talking about because that was my first ever cartoon was that 98 Godzilla film. Uh, yeah. Animated series. That was, I, that was on my machine. That was my first cartoon. Uh, <laughs> <for> my age. <laughs> I, I, I get. Yeah, that actually makes sense. I um. I forget what I was doing recently, but I I, re, I saw like a you know a clip of that or something or a picture, and it snapped in my mind. I was like, oh my god, I forgot about this. I completely forgot that that series existed, and now I want to revisit it. And because I know I did watch it back, you know, when I was a kid, because I loved yeah. Godzilla, you know, like that movie back then. So um, yeah, but Godzuki, why not? <laughs> Oh no, no. <laughs> don't give the universe any ideas, Brad, of how to make the Jurassic show. Because if it's like if we have the example, because I honestly, what was the name of that user who commented that? Uh Trip Tonight. Trip Tonight, you are the real MVP of this episode because <laughs> that is the best comparison I've ever heard of what we want for this show. I we we listen. Godzuki's funny when you watch it like 40 years later. But in the moment, we're going to be kind of heated fans if it's like Katsuki. What if like, no. what if like Bumpy shows up and he just sounds like Scooby-Doo and then he's like, my name's Bumpy. And he just, it's like, you're like, what is going on now? What world is this? <laughs> I've got to admit, I just, I'll be so flabbergasted for 10 minutes and just look <laughs> at the TV and press pause on my Netflix account. Just stand there and just be like... <laughs> I, I, I could I could foresee a lot of people just straight up canceling Netflix. And, and, oh, and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly yeah, like Netflix. Oh, sir, Netflix ratings are going down. What are you talking about? <laughs> we just premiered Jurassic. We should be going up. Bumpy's <laughs> uh, really not taking a hot hit, sir. Uh, Did you test like, that with oh, any audiences before? No. <laughs> Why not? It's like, oh. It's a, it's sorry. This is a repeat of Captain America and Hail Hydra, Marvel Comics. They're burning bumpy toys in the street. <laughs> this isn't good. They're uh, burning TVs in the street and burning them. Well, uh, continuing the trend here, Jurassic Jazz says, "I hope it's enjoyable for kids." Uh, so that's yeah. good. Uh, and it also says, "I uh, but I hope I uh, it can be enjoyed by adult viewers since this is the first spinoff show of the franchise." And yeah, I mean that's a big deal. Like this is the first legitimate show and not that the lego stuff isn't but it's kind of like in a in the realm of its own it's it's different you know it's not really nobody considers that canon or or tie-in or anything like that it's its own thing Mm. um so yeah that's pretty that's pretty good um the dinosaur discovery here says i'm concerned that it will be more directed towards a younger audience and be cringy oh no 
I want it to be like the Clone mm. Wars. Um, so you know, not too not too bad there. I, you know, I can expect, <clears throat> or I can uh, you know be okay with people wanting it to be like the Clone Wars because that show was was pretty awesome. Like it was pretty great, and especially as it finished, it was amazing, incredible. So good stuff. Um, I mean, TV shows never made me cry harder than that series finale, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, Jurassic <laughs> Ride says, nice. I agree. Um, yeah, we, we're all agreeing this. is No matter what, though, it will be nice, whether you're a fan of the kitty or not. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Uh, Pavithran says, soon trailer. I agree. I would like to see a trailer soon. Um, David here, David uh, Rosa Ball says, as long as I see people die then I'm fine with it. Okay. Wow. All right. Wow. Well, there is a type of fan though. I mean, we have like all <laughs> types of fans that are like, we love seeing people get eaten. I mean, we do. It's right? Some of us are more onto it than one another's, but I honestly don't think we will, or it's going to be like the classic off screen thing. We're going to see. I don't think we're going to see. I mean, we could actually, it's hard to say, um, you know, speaking about clone wars, there's plenty of moments where that gets, you know, darker, and also, they're, yeah. they're just like they kill off like stormtroopers left and right in those things anyway. So <laughs> they do, you know. So that's yeah. that's a kid show, and it certainly started off that way. So is it's more violent though when you see a dinosaur just get like it's you know a uh, rip open a, a person though. So that's oh, kind yeah. of hard, you know. I think it. I think it'd be a swallow if anything. Like it's just good, like grab swallow sort of thing. I think like a cartoony the- like gulp it just gulps the whole thing down are you oh that that might be more terrifying to see as a kid now i'm thinking about it like oh no if a kid hasn't seen anything i mean i grew up watching jurassic as a little little kid and watching the spawn movie so i'm different than most kids growing up so i mean definitely okay let's just put it as i don't think we're gonna see any of that it's gonna be off screen yeah i I would assume it's off screen uh, and the last one here, Kong v Goji twenty says, "Do you think a trailer will be at Comic Con at home?" Um, I don't know. Uh, like we we brought it up before, but um, previously at Comic Con, um, that was like the pre you know like right before Comic Con starts, they go previously on Comic Con, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know Universal never shows much. They don't really do anything there. It's not really yeah. their kind of deal. So. And they did do a big thing too, because no, it's legendary, but they're all kind of owned and the same here. Uh, we're not even going to see any Godzilla versus King Kong stuff. Speaking oh, of that, really? Oh, so man. yeah, they've already said they're not. So I don't know. It's not looking bright for Jurassic being there then too, because they're not even doing Godzilla versus King Kong stuff, and that was supposed to come out in like two months, two three months. So it's done. It's got to be almost finished by now with VFX. Maybe we'll get a teaser for Jurassic. I'm thinking maybe we'll get a teaser or something for uh, Dominion, but I don't think we're going to get anything for the show. Maybe. I mean, who knows? Maybe. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, things are different now. So who who knows really yeah. what people are going to do? Who's going to show up? I don't, I don't know. I haven't paid too much attention um, to, you know, who's going to be showcasing stuff here. But um, that is a bummer that uh, no Godzilla there. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, that just, picture yeah, just okay. did come out, kind of leak out or whatever. So that picture just – it was enough maybe for now. So uh, yeah. actually reading it yeah. here, this article from Variety, this is this is from uh, July 14th, and it does okay. say 
Indeed, almost no feature films announced for panels at uh, Comic-Con at home. Paramount, Sony, and Universal are sitting out the convention entirely. Okay, that confirms it then. No! I mean, okay, well, hold on, though. <laughs> they may not be doing it at Comic-Con at home, but maybe they just release it on their own. Yeah, you know, there that is something that people do is, you know, there's a big hype uh, around this event, yeah. and, and people are looking into films and television a lot more, so... It is possible. Um, and maybe Universal are sitting it out, but maybe DreamWorks Animation or Ambl- maybe, I, you know, maybe DreamWorks maybe. Animation is, is, is taking part. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are there. Like, does Universal have to be there if DreamWorks Animation is going to be, you know, because that's they're the ones actually like producing this thing. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I have no clue what mm. the, what the, you know, deals are behind the scenes. But it seems like they're not going to be there. But it does seem like a good time to do something because the show could be coming up in in August. But who knows? But uh, that's about it. That's all we have for, you know, people online. We do have a lot of voicemails and stuff like that. Um, I will play those as soon as we're done here. But uh, I just want to say thank you, Dakota, for for coming on here and and chatting about Camp Cretaceous. Do you have any uh, final thoughts on the show? Uh, And if not, let everybody know where they can find you online. And, uh, and of course, you got your your episodes coming up uh, in the near future. Sweet. Um, yeah, and final thoughts on Camp Cretaceous. I hope we get something soon. That's my final thought is the (laughs) soon, please, because we need something. We as as nerds, we need sustenance. We had the Clone Wars finale, but we need more sustenance of stuff. Like we really, oh, pardon me, there, cat's going around like crazy in the <laughs> home office. Um, we, we just need it. We just need it. It's actually even quite, kind of quiet. Hey, Jasper. But you know, <laughs> we really need it. And that's my final hope: is that is come soon, please, please, please. Uh, people, yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Dakota underscore Morgan ninety seven at Dakota underscore Morgan ninety seven on Instagram and at Twitter at Dakota Morgan three, and that's awesome. where you guys can catch all the comic stuff I do. Uh, for now, since websites went on, podcast stuff I do, uh, movie stuff, that's a thing, uh, and <laughs> also stuff of Jurassic went on too. I do toy photography when I can, whenever, and all sorts of stuff. We're all in a weird time, so who knows. That's where you guys can catch me there. And Brad, uh, yeah, thank you, Brad, for allowing me to be part of this family and whatnot. Because I said, I've been listening for years for this podcast. Oh, and years. It's an, it been. always an honor to be here. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. So I'm glad you're a part of the, the team now. So I'm excited to release Woo-hoo. those episodes because I, I got a glimpse of them and, and they're really awesome. So I think you guys will really like can that. Give, so. Can I give a hint to people who've made it this far in the episode? And I, I haven't recorded Hint the away. episode yet, but I, there's a there's a certain anime, uh, there, there's a new episode coming out. Not, well, not I'm gonna <laughs> record and edit and one on set in India. Can I can I spoil not spoil but I gotta tease? Yeah, tease it. Go ahead. Pteranodons. Ooh. Oh, I'm gonna say. Oh man, I need it. I need it. So <laughs> babies well. included. I'll give it that. Ooh. spoiling away Um, but thank you man thank you for joining me and uh, you know why don't we go ahead and hand it off to everybody who called in we had some great calls mp3s and people who called called our voicemail line so take it away everybody hey Brad it's me Veronica um I know it's been a long time since I've made a call or even a voicemail, 
currently at the gas station watching a man walk bare feet with no masks and just wondering what our world has come to. But because we live in such a chaotic world, it's nice that I can go back to stuff like this where I can enjoy and um, remember why I love Jurassic Park so much. And um, I remember that we talked about this um, when we saw the teaser. I think that was last year when we had this conversation. Me, you, and Aaron were like, you know, just talking about it, breaking down the, um, the teaser, excuse me, and, you know, what were our expectations and our hopes and um, our theories and all that stuff. And I went back to listen just to some of it, and um, I still stand on the same thing that I did last year as I do now. Like, I'm really excited about the animation style. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing all of the colors um, all of the textures, all of the different styles of animation incorporated in this, and how they can bring basically our favorite universe alive, but just in animation. And um, I had also mentioned that I am curious about these teenagers. Um, but when I was listening back, I realized that you guys had talked about with the logo itself or the image of the Camp Cretaceous, there were the big wooden doors like from Jurassic Park. And I was wondering if that door was actually the original park and maybe they preserved some of it, you know, and maybe that's where they're holding the camp. Um, it didn't dawn on me until I was listening back and, um, really hearing what we were conversing about last year. Um, I do recall that in Jurassic World, um, the other two kids stumble on the uh, rec facility of Jurassic Park and it was overgrown. But I'm wondering if they just kind of left that there and then they focused on um, on like just the entrance and maybe like the first half of the park ride and maybe they were like let's just focus here and put a bunch of teenagers together in here and maybe in that area there will be the wildest dinosaurs that's kind of where my theories is going but you know I don't know everything is going to be completely different and maybe anything that I say here or maybe what I said last year has no relevance but I'm still going to stick to what I believe and what I said last year um, I want to know where these kids basically get lost, if they do get lost, and why they're there. Um, are they there because they're actually, like, really smart kids on top of it? And maybe these lab assistants and tech needed their brains for certain genetic modification? You know, that was something else that popped into my head uh, recently. But... Ultimately, it's down to the fact that I really love watching kids be in danger in the Jurassic Park films. I don't know why, um, but they're constantly put in danger. Have you guys noticed that? I think you've noticed that. But anyways, um, yeah, so I want to see their perspective. I'm really fascinated about the art and the drawing from it. And um, I'm also really curious about the score. I don't know if we talked about that, but I'm really curious about it. Is it going to have 
very much of the Jurassic Park or Jurassic World melodies incorporated, or is it going to have a completely different theme that sounds almost as close? So those are really my three biggest expectations, and I just hope it's good. I hope it's fun, and I hope we get another season. Like, I hope this is renewed, you know, where we maybe get another season of it. Maybe, I don't know, post-Jurassic World. I don't know. Maybe maybe even relevant to Jurassic World Dominion, you know. I'm, I'm really hoping for that. So, yeah, that's all of my thoughts right now. Um, I'm curious to hear what you've got, and I'm ready to see this show. And maybe once we see this show, we'll have more to talk about. Okay, that's it. I feel like I've gone over a long time, but, yeah. Hey, Brad. Uh, thanks for putting this show on Camp Cretaceous together. I think, obviously, this is the next project that we are all looking forward to as Jurassic fans. Um, And so because of that, there is some pressure on this to do things right. Uh, For me personally, in terms of my hopes, I am really, really hopeful that we're going to explore more of a Jurassic world. I would love to see more of the park actually functioning, maybe explore some of the attractions, uh, see more of Gyrosphere Valley, see the Tyrannosaurus feeding show, all those kind of things we saw in Jurassic World, but equally see bits of Isla Nublar that we didn't get to see in the film, uh, the Plesiosaur Pond, if it is actually there, for example, that kind of stuff. Um, So that's kind of what I want. Um, my kind of expectations of that sort of stuff. Um, I imagine it's going to be quite toned down. You know, this is being marketed as a family and kids show, so I don't think we're going to get much in the way of gore or violence. Um, so I think it is very much going to be quite like a simple format kids show that's set within the Jurassic universe. So my concerns with that are therefore that we're not necessarily going to get some of the things that we're hoping for as adult fans, um, which would be reasonable, but, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But equally, it does make me worried that maybe we won't see uh, consequences in this and we won't see kind of characters die or anything like that because it wouldn't be fitting for a kid's show. So I'm hoping that it's still tonally like Jurassic, even if it is a kid's show. And I would say my one other concern is the serialised format of this show. Uh, I've heard a lot of discussion about several seasons already and that kind of stuff. And I really think that we're within a tight time frame in this zone, you know? We're between the Jurassic World incident and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. So there can't be a massive amount of story to tell there. So I hope that the story we do get told is well-paced and the pacing doesn't suffer just to make additional series. I think that's all my thoughts. I'm excited to hear yours and everyone else's. Um, And thank you so much for putting this episode together as always, mate. Alright, Brad. How's it going? It's James from Jurassic Unicast. Um, Yeah, Camp Cretaceous. I'm looking forward to it, mate. Should be good. Um, I am quite optimistic. I am a big fan of Clone Wars and... Um, the rebels from star wars so the whole part the fact that it's animated doesn't bother me at all um i liked the lego shorts they were quite fun um i'm hoping that we get something a little bit more serious than the lego shorts um yeah i think 
that we'll maybe get some um, characters from the past, maybe. Um, it'd be good to see people like Mazrani again, because I feel like there are such good characters on screen, um, but we're not going to see them anymore, obviously, because their character died, and obviously the actor did in real life, rest in peace. Um, but... Uh, that'll be good to see Mizrani. Maybe even someone like Claire or Owen. I think if anyone's going to be in this, it'll be Claire more than Owen. Because of Bryce's schedule, I feel like she probably would put more work into um, reading reading a script for it and stuff. Um, yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else there I could talk about. Um, the dinosaurs look quite good. I think Bumpy will probably represent almost like a baby Yoda, or the child, I should say, Um, because it's got that little cute factor, like something for the kids to relate to, and when the kids finally, in real life, eventually see this animal on screen, they're going to want a little bumpy, Uh, the toys will probably start selling a bit more, because at this point, no one really knows what that is, Um, I think it'll probably be the main dinosaur that, the little characters will probably be looking after the whole time. Um, then I'm just really, really excited about seeing just, just even the art style, just to see what it's going to be like. I've not got any anticipation of my like expectations really. Of um, I don't think it's going to be bad. I always I think it's going to be good. I just don't know how good it's going to be. Um, whether it's going to be as awesome as, you know, movies or whether um, it's just something I, will, I won't go back to once I've seen the series. I'm hoping it has some extra lore in it that makes it quite canon. Anyway, sorry, I've been waffling on far too much. and You've probably got a lot of people uh, phoning in for this. So, um, yeah, so there's only one thing left for me to say. Life will find a way. See you later. Hi, this is Joshua Malone. Um, I wanted to call and share my excitement for Camp Cretaceous. I am really looking forward to this series. Um, I'm hoping that it expands and explores on some of the park and the island that we didn't necessarily get to see, that I think a lot of people were hoping that we would in the 2015 film and even Fallen Kingdom. So I'm hoping that they kind of explore all of those nook and crannies that we still kind of have questions too. Um, I'm also really interested in the inclusion of the bioluminescent dinos. Um, it's a really interesting um, tie-in to the Jurassic World live show, and we've seen a couple of the toys that are supposed to be coming out have that feature, and I think that's interesting that it's tying in to the live show, and I'm curious to see if it ties into anything else, like Evolution of Claire or something else. And uh, last thing, come on, where's that trailer? We want a new trailer. Take it easy, everyone. Hello, Jurassic Park podcast. This is Jay Jurassic calling in, and I'm calling in about the hopes, expectations, and concerns for the new Camp Cretaceous. Um, basically, I just hope it's a good show. <laughs> that's that's uh. 
that's my consensus on it. Uh, you know, I, I hope to see, you know, I hope we explore more parts of the, of Jurassic World. Um, especially since it's a whole like camping area. It'd be cool to see like new buildings and maybe some new park employees, some new characters. Um, I know we have the basic characters, the, the kids, but it'd be cool to see maybe like a veterinarian that work there. Uh, maybe some park rangers. Um, maybe some, some ACU guys that, that don't get, you know, taken out in five seconds of the film. Um, be cool to see, explore stuff like that. Uh, I really hope it's a good show. I hope it's a show that like, I, I know, I know there's a lot of fans there that, that want a lot of more like adult content, like, uh, more like, Rizar, I guess, kind of Jurassic or something, you know, but, I, at the, at the end of the day, uh, Jurassic is, um, for kids. It's dinosaurs. That's where we all fell in love with dinosaurs when we were kids. Some of us just stuck with that. But, um, so, if it's, if it's like, like, um, aimed at kids, it'd be cool because I have my godsons and I have my nephew. It'd be good for them to be introduced to Jurassic that way. Even though some of them have already are fans, but my nephew, be good for him to be introduced to Jurassic with a show like that. Cartoons, he'll like it. So that's what, that's what I hope for. Alright. Alright, see you guys. J Jurassic out. Hi. This is Monster Man out. I'm just calling about Camp Cretaceous. I'm gonna make it as quick as possible. I'm excited that there's gonna be more than one Baryonyx, because that's my boy or girl. Whatever. Uh concern is I'm confused on how the Indominus and a raptor are going to show up on the other side of the island, and then they go to the other side. We'll see how it works out. Whatever. And then finally, there is a Dilophosaurus. That is all. Uh, hey, Jurassic Park Podcast. It's me, Aaron Byer, calling in to talk about my hopes and expectations for Camp Cretaceous, the Netflix series. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I don't know if I'm really, like, needing new dinosaurs or anything. Um, but I want to say, like, one of my favorite things from the Jurassic World Live Tour was seeing, like, new places and new set pieces. And so I think that's what I'm most excited about is possibly seeing a hotel. Because um, we got, like, a small bit of what a hotel was like at Jurassic World, uh, at least like a really nice hotel room. And then um, we did get to see like kind of like a zoo area, but uh, there were some things that like the live tour added, I won't go into spoilers, but there were things that the live tour added that just kind of opened up the world, um, you know, a little bit more. I kind of would like to maybe see them talk about the restricted section of the park because in Jurassic world, there was the whole Northern section that was restricted for some reason. Um, other than the fact that like the old park existed there, which seems to be like a weird reason to restrict an area. Um, feels like you would just kind of bulldoze that area down and, and start anew. But for some reason it's restricted. And I, I really would like to see why it was restricted. Um, 
you know, is there an animal out there that's not able to be contained? Were there wild raptors out there? Uh, that would be really cool. I think that'd be neat to explore. So I'm hoping we get to see some of that. Yeah, cool. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to the 242nd episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. Thank you so much to Dakota for joining me here today. Um, I am so glad, as I said, that uh, we had the chance to introduce you guys to Dakota before the hatchery debuts. It's an awesome, awesome segment, and I think you guys will really, really like it. Um, I had a great conversation with Dakota, and it was awesome to to get into his theories and ideas about Camp Cretaceous as well. And I think we came across some really, really fun ideas from you guys. Uh, so thank you to everybody out there who commented who sent us mp3s and called in i appreciate each and every one of you thank you so much we'll get to the bottom of this hopefully something debuts soon if it's already out this is all pointless all my conversations but uh hey this is what podcasting is so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode that that's about it i don't have anything else for you guys so thank you for listening i'm gonna go ahead and hand it off to myself for the outro Thanks, everybody. Saddle off. Let's get this movable feast underway. Please give us a follow on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So please be sure to subscribe. Also, don't miss our toy hunts and reviews, in-depth bonus content, live streams, gameplay, events and theme park coverage, and so much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a 5-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of every episode, so please be sure to spare no expense. Don't miss us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode show notes, wonderful articles, bios from our contributors, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or email us, JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and enjoy! Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now. Okay, team, listen up. We've got a new predator on the loose. Not you, Blue. The predator we're talking about is the coronavirus. Now I'm going to help you spot the main symptoms in the wild. First, watch out for a high fever. Second, a dry cough like this. Third, trouble breathing. It might even sound like this. Whoa, whoa, back up, Blue. Don't forget about social distancing. Keep at least six feet away from anyone you don't live with. Good job, Blue. We all have to be extra vigilant if we want to beat this virus, even if we don't have any symptoms. That means always protecting ourselves and each other, because this virus, it's invisible. It's made up of germs just like these. It could literally be anywhere. It attacks our bodies. Oh, Blue! Hang on, Blue. Drop it. Drop it. It's okay, girl. It's okay. 
Which brings me to my last point. Always wash your hands thoroughly for at least 20 seconds with soap and warm water. No! Hey, come back here! Remember, we're all in this together. Teamwork is our best defense. Lou, Lou, no, don't eat the soap! Drop that right now! Oh, should be burping bubbles for a week!